Hello all, hello all, and welcome back to My Marriage is Trying to Kill Me podcast, episode three. Episode three. Wow, guys, we tired. Tired. Tired is an understatement. More like uh, my soul is exhausted. <laughs> here you go, here you go. My tired is tired. What's going on, y'all? Uh... First and foremost, Happy New Year to everybody. Happy New Year. You know, blessing prosperity to you and yours. Um, you know, let's make this a great year. Yes, and we're happy that you guys are joining us again today. Um, and we also want to thank you guys for listening, um, for all the positive feedback. Please do not forget to um, email us at marriagerebirth at gmail.com. Email us your questions, your comments, your concerns. Anything that you want us to touch on, anything that you want us to talk about, email us and follow our Instagram page at My Marriage Is Trying to Kill Me. Um, and tune in, subscribe, all of those things. Um, so we definitely appreciate you all for that. Um, for definitely, support. definitely share the share the podcast. Tell a friend share, to tell share, a friend. Share. Tell your mama. Tell your barber. Tell your butcher, tell everybody, just let everybody know about the podcast. Tune in, tune in. So, we are here today because I wouldn't say it's a rebuttal. I would say more of a commentary. Mm -hmm. So, you know me. I could be on Instagram for a month straight. After that, three months, you don't see me. Um, (laughs) I don't, I don't necessarily have time, like, um, to, like, be on social media that often i pretty much suck at the social media game so i don't really know like what you know what's i, w- I don't want to say buzzing because that makes me sound mad old um but <laughs> sound like you're a madman right like I, I i don't know exactly what's trending what everyone is talking about but anywho i may be a few months late but i kind of wanted to talk about the ellis's situation I guess, um, regarding monogamy. And although I have not, I've been on and off of Instagram, I have noticed that monogamy is under attack um, on social media. Is that say, is that accurate to say? Like, people are kind of like, maybe monogamy, but maybe not. Yeah. Um, there's been a lot of uh, talks about, like, the polygamous uh, lifestyle uh, trend towards it. Um uh, and people just like one of the excuses being made was that uh, you know it's because marriage is also a partnership. A partnership relates also to business, so mm-hmm. it's like adding an additional partner to your marital business to, in, in order to assist it to to thrive and be successful and to ease some of the burdens of uh, the parties involved. Well, which is tempting. Right. <laughs> you can't say. Right. It's- like experiencing life in a household is tempting we've talked sister wife talk so much we've watched finding sister wife hence hence the choice of words that i right? use like, it's intentional <laughs> we've talked about it we've touched on it mm. um but the thing is it's like i don't know my spirit won't let me it's like i don't know i'm not territorial but mm. then again it's like with new people in my space I yeah. get real weird about that after a while. 
starting out, it might be like, oh, she's great. She's so nice. But then soon I'm going to be like, okay, lady, please leave. You know? Yeah. Um, but uh, I get it. I do get it in that aspect if mm. you're, you know, raising a household. But I feel like a lot of the people who are dissing monogamy are people who are in the, di- like, dating. You understand? People yeah. who are talking to multiple people, dating multiple people. They're the ones who are more so like, because the thing is, if you're pushing polygamy, right, it would more so be like, we, you and I were married. We need more help with the children. You want more children, but I don't want to carry them. Mm -hmm. We want more financial growth in the household, different stuff like that. But that's because we're feeling, you understand, the load of monogamy in this relationship. But the thing is, if you're just dating, what exactly is monogamy doing to you? that you know you feel that way but anywho we want to listen we we want to get after it yeah. i watch a lot of cnn <laughs> yeah. and chris cuomo is always chris. like let's get after it. you already know yeah. that's my boy him and don lemon i think also too like with the whole like polygamous lifestyle like so a lot of times a good amount of times it's coming from a more lustful place so mm-hmm. you know it's not to say like okay uh a polygamous relationship won't work or it can't work it shouldn't work um but i think that a lot of times it's like you know people that are trying to get into it Mm -hmm. you know aren't really educating themselves on it and it's more so just thinking of threesomes and stuff like that so it Mm -hmm. comes from a very lustful place it's not really a a well thought research decision Mm -hmm. you know so because even if you think about it like so um and like with biblical like uh like abraham abraham had a polygamous relationship mm-hmm. right but it wasn't a lustful situation yeah you know it was more so like yo my wife can't bear children so uh i'm gonna take her hand servant that's going to bear children for me mm-hmm. so in essence yeah she's still so now she kind of is the sister wife you know she's still the wife's servant mm-hmm. but it was like okay so she had his baby yeah right so it's an agreement that she was gonna have the baby and everything so like that's a polygamous relationship in and of itself right there mm-hmm. you know so and that's where it was okay it's not the lustful but it's the business decision yeah you know so in order to because you know at the time like okay we're both old like we're getting up there so it's like it's past the time for you to be able to bear children so if i need to have it and the hand servant had sex with the gumun <laughs> maybe the hand servant was gumun too oh that's a possibility you never know that's a possibility yeah i think back then it's like um your hand servant is like uh like close in age to you so it's like it's not that oh, far off that's interesting or if it was not older than you no nah. but then oh she wouldn't be able to well yeah. technically in the rea- in the human reality she wouldn't be able to have a baby yeah. but honestly like polygamy is not a threesome because the not. thing is if you we had let's say we had a sister wife there would be nights you're in my bed and other nights you're in her bed it's right. not like all of us be sitting here having this one big disgusting orgy um but the reason why um i felt like we needed to sort of unpack the whole ellis's perspective um is because we're christian right and i feel like a lot of the times um not only we're christian but we're culture like haitian culture you understand heavy haitian culture you understand and i feel like a lot of the times our perspective is drowned out like 
we don't necessarily have that sort of like um we don't have that necessarily like that um like that couple outlet that could kind of give it to you real raw mm-hmm. but you understand but from the the you know from the 509 perspective growing yeah. up 509 perspective right and also growing up like christian where there's just certain things that you know you even if you don't you're not we're not like od like conservative and 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 you know like od spiritual mm-hmm. but we still kind of approach things from a different lens i guess yeah um and i feel like that's an outlet that we could also that we could give to people like can kind of understand like a different a different perspective um yeah just uh like like you said with our background you know um our community our culture it was very taboo to talk about bedroom mm-hmm. you know it's like whatever happens there it stays there so yeah even if it was like okay yeah you have a sister wife like we would have a sister wife or whatever and like okay we're going out and she's out there with us too i'm like oh yeah that's their friend uh she's staying at the house with them yes would we be if we had a sister wife we bring her around the family how would we even explain it to the haitians that this is a sister wife you understand like Mm -hmm. they're just they would be Could you imagine? Your friend Kim would say, would you? Is she the hell? I feel like your mom would literally ask all of the indirect questions. Mm -hmm. Like, so where is she from exactly? How long are you staying at the house? (laughs) Did you you get a return ticket? It's like, you know, so it's kind of like it's good for us to kind of give that perspective but one thing that i picked that i unpacked from watching some snippets of the podcast was that he said monogamy be how can you ask a man to be in a monogamous relationship but yet sexually you are not willing to provide for him um like you know give him yourself freely sexually there was also another post i don't know who this woman was but she was in the car screaming at the top of her lungs and she said these exact words if you if you ask a man to be monogamous right are you ready to deal with the emotions that come with it? Are you ready to emotionally support him, sexually support him, um, if he's down, financially support him, and you know, stuff like that? And me, should I go into my take on it, or do you want to go into, you know, what your thoughts are? I mean, about what I'm thought, okay, so, because the thing is, I don't want to be long-winded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to be long-winded, but away about that that she said that Mm -hmm. um because the thing about it is that you're basically saying if i'm at if i'm expecting my man not to have other women i have to be able to be everything to him um but why is it that if a woman is wants a monogamous relationship she has to sacrifice so much. It's like, oh, if you want him not to enjoy the pleasures of having sex with other people, you have to do extra work. You understand? Yeah. Kind of putting the the burden or the, the 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 heavy load on a woman just because she's asking for you to have just me. You understand? Yeah. And um, in my opinion, monogamy is a choice. It's not a chore. Yeah. You understand? Mm-hmm. Um. If you decide to be monogamous with me, 
I think that's more so led by your integrity. It's it has nothing to do with me keeping you from dipping. You understand? Mm-hmm. Dipping your dipstick into different flavors of the candy powder. Yeah. I love candy. You do. Um, you understand? Dipping your dipstick in the strawberry, in the blueberry, in the grape. It has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with the fact that you choose, if correct me if I'm wrong, you choose to be in a monogamous relationship because you can circle in and focus on that one person and not and not be led by or driven by like lustful desires to have sex with other people. I think um, with the whole with the monogamous relationship, the fact that it hones in so much on just the sex aspect uh, so much, it neglects those other areas. Mm-hmm. So with that, it's like so focused on, okay, well, you know, you can't like with a monogamous relationship is the sex with just the one person, mm-hmm. but it fails to take into account that, okay, it's also to, um, initially like this person is going to be who I come to for emotional support, financial support, yeah. you know, all the other aspects of the relationship, you know, granted you'll have your circle of friends where you can lean on for emotional support as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that doesn't, uh, really affect your monogamous relationship, mm-hmm. but it's, it's a whole uh you know well-rounded uh holistic view of the monogamous relationship so it's not just sex so when it comes to okay now it's just sex with this one person so now it's the whole package i'm giving everything to that person so now it's like okay if you strip away the sex what do you offer mm-hmm. what else do you have to give yeah so now when it's like all right so now the sex drive has gone down we're not having sex as much but then also too now the emotional support is going down mm-hmm. so then that's when it you know it's, it'll spiral out into like we talked about like you know um where cheating is not just physical it could be like emotional, emotional cheating yeah so you know so if um either partner is not getting the sex as they either thought they would be getting or as they were used to getting it mm-hmm. and now they're not getting emotional support as well now it's going to be like okay you presented monogamy and now it's like i'm not getting what i thought i'd be getting out this monogamous relationship mm-hmm. and so now the person's gonna be like uh you know what it's not all cracked up <laughs> you know it's not it's not fun on the other side the it's grass not, is not greener it's not, nah somebody's not watering this grass like what's up well let's unpack that sexually mm. right um here is my perspective ladies i feel like 110 percent that the day that i even agreed to be in a relationship with you mm-hmm. my body belonged to you the reason why it was the reason why my thought like the reason why I felt like that before marriage was because a I was a lusty you know that um but b I just felt like it was it 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 connected us so much more when I was more sexually open you understand like um it made you feel safe with me you know, because I'm not like, oh, I'm not doing that. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> you understand? Yeah. Um, it it helped you to feel safe with me. It helped you to sort of like, you know, let loose 
yourself you understand um and not necessarily feel judged or feel like oh my gosh like if i ask her for sex she's gonna feel some type of way or she's going to feel like oh it's a burden or feel like it's a chore you understand Mm -hmm. um but now as we transition into marriage i do struggle with sometimes i'm like oh my god i'm tired but the thing is, it's like, I'll only reveal that to you once in a while because I don't want you to feel like, oh, I'm laying down, like, do what you got to do and let's just get this over with because I'm exhausted. Yeah. You understand? Um, but I do feel like because I decided to be with you, I made the commitment that your my body belongs to you and your body belongs to me. So me basically feeling like I have ownership over... You understand the panty pie it's like uh not really me that's how i feel me personally i yeah. feel like i don't have ownership over not to say you're my owner or my slave my, you know feminist <laughs> yeah. i want to offend no feminist lord you understand yeah. i don't want to offend no feminist you understand mm-hmm. you are yours is your power or whatever it is this yeah. is me this is how i feel um i feel like i sub i submit to you but i su- i also submit my body to you Right. Um, because also it's what God called me to be as a wife. Um, I'm very big on fulfilling not only as a wife, but being a partner to someone. Mm-hmm. I just feel like you should not only walk into that um, physically, you need to walk into it spiritually. You need to walk into it um, with submission of self and, and basically ready to give all parts of you to that person. And if you don't feel safe, you mm-hmm. probably should not be going into that situation but with that being said i feel like sexually my body belongs to you i can't necessarily just ration it and be like oh well oh he did this i see posters like he cleaned the house and he thought he was getting some and then he gets denied like you understand i just feel like i don't i would never want to reduce you in that situation where it's almost turning you into a puppy where you do anything for it you understand that's not what marriage is about marriage is about freedom you understand? Granted, are there tough times in marriage? Yes. But marriage is about us being free together. You understand? If we were in the Garden of Eden, we would have all been butt naked anyway. Do you think I could have just been like, if I was Eve, you were Adam, I could have just been like, oh, yeah, no, you can't have some. It's like, girl, you titties is out. What are you yeah. talking about? You understand? Yeah. So it's like, but, excuse my French. But, um, yeah, that's how I feel. I feel like... <laughs> your tittum, your tittum. You understand? But uh, I mean, I I get it. Like uh, also too, like because the thing is, like with with the choice and the decision to be monogamous, you know, it's like the choice of also getting into a relationship and being married. You want to constantly ensure that you know you keep it interesting, like you keep your partner interested. Like so, even if we're going like okay we're gonna be monogamous like we'll make the monogamy fun we'll make it interesting yeah, so yeah, that yeah. way it's like i'm going to constantly pique your interest and have you not get bored with this mm-hmm. you know so it's going to be finding different uh ways to engage you different ways to entice you different ways to just make it like more fun and appealing mm-hmm. um and also like uh to go on with what you said like with um like some of the posts like they're they're funny as hell on like ig and facebook yeah. where you see them it's like you know dudes busting out in the kitchen cleaning cooking mm-hmm. doing all this and then it's like you know it pulls up like yo babe and it's like no i'm tired and it's like he's storming out the room you know so it's like 
and that's the the misconception i think like what's happening in like social media and in entertainment and where it's like sex is a reward oh okay yes you know so it's like when when you're viewing it as like sex as a reward yeah you know it it makes it like all right well then if sex is a reward i have to work for it i gotta work for this (laughs) i have to do nice things to get a sticker right but it's like it's not part of the marriage now oh yeah okay, okay you know so it's like as part of the marriage it's like i'm not saying that you gotta expect sex like because it's um because you're married or you expect to, to have sex but it's like because we're married we are going to have sex and because we're going to have sex i'm going to be attentive to your needs your desires and your likes mm-hmm. also your dislikes you know so that goes into even like um one of the questions that we posed yeah. Um, uh, one of the poll questions, you know, like, how do you feel with like speaking to your partner about, um, you know, what pleases what you pleases sexually, you sexually yeah. and stuff like that? So it's not so now that's a conversation to be had. Yeah. Because then now it's like, okay, so I know what it is that you like. Like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you like you like this touch. You like, uh, you know, this scent. You you know whatever it is. Like set the atmosphere. Dirty set talk. the move. You like dirty talk. Right. You know. So it's like. Once you can get that mm-hmm. and, you know, you start to build off of it, then you could know, like, going, all right, next time, I just know how to, what, what she said in the podcast, how to uh, start up the engine, how to rev yeah, the engine. Yeah, how to rev up the engine. You know. Rev up the engine. So. But he also said in marriage, you take what you can get. Because in the episode, he she meant, he mentioned that he was, he was lusting for, like, three days for his yeah. wife, you know? And that's a blessing. First of all, I think that's dope. That's a blessing. He you was lusting, lusting for, your for wife? his that's wife. For, well, are you saying that you don't? I, don't know. I, I never said <laughs> that. Don't, don't, don't put them words in my mouth. I'm just me. saying, because you just seem really shocked about that. You understand the whole lusting for your wife situation. I, I thought it was just as me. As if it was unfamiliar. I you thought it was just me. Saying. Sometimes, you understand, I'm, I'm very big on being reassured. I'm just saying. <laughs> will get past me with them tights in the kitchen and you know it's not that big of a kitchen and you're just gonna brush past me like excuse me i need to get a cup <laughs> all right you gonna get a cup all right oh. so. <laughs> you made me lose my train of thought Oops. so he was lusting after her for three days for three days <laughs> how long was jesus <laughs> <laughs> yo don't bring jesus to do that like all right, you know i right love there. the lord you know i love the lord <laughs> But um, he was lusting after her for three days mm-hmm. um, with a bunch of hair, makeup, everything, lusting after her. Yeah. And long story short, they get home after this on the third day. <laughs> nah, it was, and it was the first day he said. He, no, it was the first. No, they got home. They were filming for three days. He said they were filming the um, the shoot at Bellier Mansion for three days. So she was dressed up for three days. And he said, finally, they wrapped up the shoot. And they got, and then they get in home from like going to a friend's house and all that stuff. And she denies him at first. And then she's like, she's tired. And he's like, all right, fine. Had an attitude. Gave her her back in the bed. You understand? That's mm-hmm. a big one for me. The giving me the back in the bed mm-hmm. is such a trigger. But anywho, he gave me, the, gave her back in the bed or whatever. And then she taps him like, you know, do you want to perform on me? You know? But here's the so, thing. Here's the thing. Right? As a man... And also as an athlete, like, I, I know, like, he's thinking in his mind, you prep, you get ready. Mm-hmm. Athletes do this thing, like, a visualization, right? You visualize the game, how it's going to go, so that once the game starts, it's instinct. You just, 
you don't ever got to think about it. Yeah. You know? So, it's like, you know, he's getting himself ready. He's just like, again, he's lusting after his wife. He's just like, ooh, she don't know what I'm about to do to her tonight. Mm-hmm. So, in his mind, he's, a, he's already <laughs> thinking about it. He's like, I already know how I'm about to attack this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So, now, his expectations up there. Mm-hmm. And then when it's like, yo, he presents it to her, she's with it. She's like, yeah. So, it's like, oh, so I'm up here. You're now up here telling me, yo, you down too. And then now when it's like, all right, yo, it's about to be game time, then it's the game has been uh, postponed. It's like, wait, I'm sorry, what? Rain delay? What are we talking about? Like, uh, no, no, no. You know, so now it brings you down just like, oh, you know, so that's like a huge Debbie Downer. And you're just like, nah. But imagine, you know, it's like you're down and then shorty dead is just like, would you like to perform oral sex on me like do you want to eat me out type of stuff and it's like what that's what i felt like it came off very like kind of selfish or whatever because the Mm -hmm. thing about is that she said you have to rev up the engine right i feel like it should rev you up just by that touch Mm -hmm. you understand just by the touch or the closeness of your partner but then again everyone is different you understand Um, but I think it's important. I think it would be good for them to explore different ways of her being revved up because that way is kind of direct and it's like, it's not necessarily pleasuring or feeding both people. It could lead to that. You understand? But the startup has to be foreplay for the both of us, Mm -hmm. you know, um, it needs to basically, you know, um, give us both like that aspect of like raising our desires or increasing our desires as we go you know through the process but he basically you know felt some type of way after lusting for her for three days and then you know and he said he did it and i feel like if it was you you'd be like Nyan. <laughs> what you'd be like that's a dog <laughs> Sports center. If it was you, would be like, no. Sports center. I'll definitely just take a cold shower and we can regroup. <laughs> yeah, like we can reconvene. We can reconvene as a thing. But honestly, I feel like sex is a partnership. Um, it's part of the partnership. Um, and that's why it should be. I do agree that if you expect a man to be monogamous, you understand, you should not have tight reins on, you know, having sex and being intimate with him um but but the thing is it's sex having consistent sex is not shouldn't be the driving force for a man to be monogamous but i think that in the package of monogamy sex is definitely included it shouldn't be withheld from that you know from the whole package and stuff like that but sex is a partnership so the same way how i expect for you to you understand everything is split in half you understand your finances are my finances you understand Mm -hmm. i would hope so Mm -hmm. um (laughs) (laughs) your finances are my finances your um you understand like uh we're merging our lives together Mm -hmm. we are also merging our bodies together that means that as a partnership you understand sex is also a partnership yeah you know um you share your things with me. I share my things with you. You share your body with me. I share my body with you. You understand? And the thing is, is I think if we look at it, if us as women look at it more from that aspect, 
where it's more so kind of like I want to have sex with my partner I want to have sex with my husband you understand I have that desire it's not if you're married it's not always going to be there if you guys are just dating most of the time it's just usually it's usually there if you don't live together yeah um but it, it it's part of like you you should want you should desire your partner in that way where it's like yo i need you and i need it you understand yeah. um and if you don't i think it's sort of like it 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 it, it deserves some at least a little bit of self-reflection like well why do i feel like it's a chore yeah and i think again it goes into um acknowledging and addressing the other packages of monogamy Mm -hmm. so you know just being able to um to notice your partner's emotional needs Mm -hmm. you know so with that when it's like okay yo she is cognizant of my needs and she's he's aware he's present you know and just take supplying and taking care of those needs now that in turn it increases the the drive and the the um, motivation to like to want to be gay around this person mm-hmm. and more physical with this person because if i'm tending to your emotional needs like okay mm-hmm. this is what's making you sad and i'm keeping that away from you this is what brings you joy and i'm bringing you to you mm-hmm. you're like oh my gosh he's attentive to my needs now you want to be around me more often yeah. Yeah. so it's okay so now i'm taking care of this i'm taking care of your physical needs like all right you know she's hungry uh she needs clothes you know i'm just taking care keeping a roof over your head like those type of things mm-hmm. you know and you for me as well like that's another aspect that pushes us closer to each other now it's like wow you're taking care of these needs as well so now it makes it so that now the sexual needs and the desire will now grow even more yeah so now it's like off rip it was a lustful need like oh mm-hmm. wow i'm lusting after you but then add into the fact like this i lust after you but this is a person that loves me and takes care of me yeah, and provides yeah. me yes all to, this yes so to. now it makes the lust now it makes the lust grow even more because yes now you know like oh it's not just a physical like oh i can just be lustly lusty after you for the physical but like i lust after you for your soul and your your kindness and your genuine uh spirit everything like that that whole holistic view of you is just like I'm just going to lust after everything about Carl. Like, I'm going to lust after everything about Steph. I thought you were talking about me. I started blushing. I'm like, wow. You know? So, yeah, that's what it is. It's it's on both sides. So, it's like, once all those get addressed, it really just makes uh, monogamy much easier. Mm -hmm. And it makes it uh, much more interesting. But check it. Before we wrap this up, I just want to address one one misconception that might be taken out of this episode of the mm-hmm. podcast. Talk to me. If you are emotionally unavailable to the person that you are with, mm-hmm. please do not expect for her to put out. Period. Period. If yeah. you are emotionally unavailable, if you're acting like an asshole, if your communication tactics suck, mm-hmm. you understand? Don't expect any sort of emotional intimacy connection because the thing is, the initial rev up especially for most women it comes from a man that is emotionally present a man that is intentional about taking care of her not just physically not just financially Mm -hmm. but taking care of her emotionally 
You understand? Like, you see, like, me, I like to be babied. Pick me up in your arms, scoop me, rock me. Make me feel like, oh, my God, did you fall and bust your knee? Oh, my goodness. Here's a band-aid. Band-aid. Kiss the wound type of. You understand? <laughs> yeah. Baby, baby, baby. You mm-hmm. understand? Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> <laughs> you know that. Um, and all. But you understand. Um, but, but some of it could be daddy issues. Some of it could be other issues. It could be, uh, but that's for, it, that's but another time for another episode. Right. But it but is with it, it addressing is. the emotional needs. Yes. And you know, so it like I said, it just opens up, and then it leads to a level of comfort where now, um, you know, sexually you're open to. All right, it's not just when bam, thank you, ma'am. No, exactly. Because you can't be a bum sleeping on the airbed. You know, asking for asking Shorty to bring you a four for four from Wendy's. She's taking an Uber to your house. You have no job, and you talking about oh yeah in this episode yeah they talking about oh your body belongs to me. Psych, (laughs) sir. No, no, not you. The person who's listening, we're not talking about you. Mm -hmm. Um, get a job. You understand? We're not talking about a bum. All right, we're talking about people who make a conscious decision to love and respect each other. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Um, and there might be some bumps in the roads when it comes to intimacy and when it comes to expectations. You understand? But not necessarily for any man who is not emotionally present, a man that does not, or woman. You understand? Yeah. I'm not yeah. just saying only men. Or women. You understand? If you're, you, you don't talk down to your man. Uplift him. Mm-hmm. You understand? Where So that means that the sex will become less... It, not as driven by lust, but more so driven as like, yo, honestly, I want to take care of this woman's body. Because the thing about it is that when you approach a man as a queen, he treats your body like a queen in, in the bedroom. Yeah. You understand? But if you approach a man as if he's beneath you, he's going to bang, bang, bang and call it life. And you're literally going to sit there butt naked wondering, what did we just do? What just happened? You understand? Are you done yet? Are you done yet? You understand? He mm-hmm. gonna poke it up and that's it. Yeah. But I think honestly for both men and for women, be emotionally present for your partner. Monogamy is not a chore. It's a choice. But sex is also not a chore. It is, it's not a reward. It's not a chore, but it's part of a partnership. That's my take on that. Yeah, like honestly, sex in um, a relationship in a marriage, it's yeah, like you said, it's not a chore. It's it's a part of the marriage, you know. So it's you know something that the marriage what you're gonna work on, yeah. you know, it's yeah. definitely something that you're gonna work on. So and it's something that you would look forward to. Yeah. So it's like okay, as this marriage is growing and it's developing, you know, we're going to develop all aspects of the marriage, like. We're growing our love, learning our love language. We're going to learn our sex language as well. Like, learn what it is that's going to make the sex life grow. What's going to make the marriage life grow. What's going to make me a better partner. What's going to make me a better lover. What's going to make me a better friend. Whatever it is. So, it's all about just just addressing the different aspects of it. And just not seeing sex um, sex and monogamy as... Not seeing monogamy as just sex with just a one person yeah but just seeing monogamy as addressing and uh fulfilling the needs of this one person mm-hmm. and that in turn will lead to the better sex life it'll lead to you know just the better relationship better marriage whatever it is and it's going to drive that uh forward for success i believe wonderful i think that you're very smart and really very eloquent 
I try sometimes. I think it's all the time. You gotta give yourself more credit. I mean, I appreciate you. You already know. Um, guys, thank you for listening to um, episode three. Uh, please do not forget to email us at marriagerebirth at gmail.com. Um, we are definitely on this journey together. And like we said, happy new year. Uh, we love you guys. We love everyone who is supporting us and listening to the things that we have to say. Uh, we definitely appreciate it. And we hope that through this podcast, you are fed, um, you are enlightened, um, you are, you learn something new or you, you find validation, verification, vindication, all the shins, <laughs> whatever you can find, whatever you can find from it. Um, but I pray what? that, you know, you guys have prosperity and, and just growth in every aspect of your lives. Those that may be listening. Third. So with that being said, uh, I'm going to wrap up this podcast so I can go find what I'm looking for. Stop. Don't say that. Bye. Stop.